0: Hello, this is the Her Hotline, I'm your host, Kinsey Curran, and I'm here to guide you through all things self-development, mindset, and everything in between. This was made for you to feel like you have a best friend on the other end, rooting for you to become the best version of yourself. So turn your speaker on, because it's time to spill. Hello, welcome back to the Her Hotline. You guys, today, our episode was supposed to be all things me and Lexi's breakups, sexual advice, sexual stories, all that shit. We have now recorded it twice. The first one, the quality sounded horrible. Like, I could not release that. And then the second one, I woke up to go um, post it for today's episode. It literally deleted. So I just feel like that's two signs where it's like, God doesn't want us to put that out yet. It can be for future stories. So instead we're now recording literally on Tuesday, the 17th. And I thought this was perfect cause I've been going back and forth on like how I want to set up my podcast and our whole entire life. Everyone has always told my family that our family belongs on a reality TV show. So I was like, maybe once a month, I'm going to have an episode that's pure entertainment. It can be like aside from self-development, aside from education, and we can really just like have fun in these episodes and I can either talk about my past stories, my life, or I can even bring your guys' stories on and talk about your guys' stories and like react to it and give advice for it because, I mean, this is a long haul and I feel like I feel like getting to know you and you guys getting to know me, it's what's going to make I feel like this podcast really feel like there's like that friendship there and I just feel like that's what I want to do. So I'm like... Honestly, this happened for a reason, so I'm still going to have Alexis on, and we're going to talk about, you know, the crazy shit that's happened in our lives, because when I first originally made this podcast, I made a poll on my Instagram, I'm like, what do you guys want us to talk about? And so many people had questions about, like, our personal life, and so I thought it'd be a great way to, like, really jump in and let you guys know, like, some of the inside scoops that really only, like, our friends and family know. You can laugh with us, you can cry with us, and... I'm probably going to make this a monthly thing where it's just an entertaining episode. So with that being said, today I have a very special guest. Yo, what the fuck is this? (laughs) What the fuck is this? Well, anyways, guys, welcome back to the Her Hotline. If you can't tell, that is my sister, Alexis. Um, Hi, I'm
1: so excited to be here.
0: (laughs) When she asked if I could come on, I was ecstatic. I bet no. She guys, I'm not gonna lie. I asked her like three weeks ago, and every single day, when am I gonna come on the show? When am I? No, seriously, I am made for podcasts. So she's been really excited. She's definitely lying about no. that. <laughs> Before we get in the episode, I'm gonna like kind of like debrief our weekend. We're gonna talk about our weekend a little bit. I always start with a little bit of a recap. A recap. So on Friday, I've been doing the 75 Hot Girl Fall and. I've been choosing one day a week to drink, and so I chose Saturday. So Friday, me and Mercedes went to a haunted house thingy type thing. It was literally the best thing I've ever done. Everything in this haunted forest was, like, thrifted items. It was so cool. And then um, we also got tickets to do this, like, zombie bar crawl thing. And it was hilarious, not only because me and Mercedes were the only non-couple, uh, people out of this whole group that we went with so because everyone was coupled up me and mercedes had to be coupled up and we were doing a zombie guys a zombie paintball freaking war thing and of course me and mercedes and if you guys don't know us we should be the last people by ourselves in a haunted forest i call them
1: dumb and dumber
0: no guys I literally with dumb and dumber when i hang out with them literally one one shared brain cell like i swear but let's so. fast forward to saturday no no no, no. i'm still not done mm. and so there i gotta tell you guys what happened so we <laughs> We were in the haunted haunted uh, maze thing and me and Mercedes were like, okay, like, we gotta stick together. Like, we're both babies. Please don't, like, we cannot leave each other's side. This girl literally gets so scared that she is beating me up she punches my arm she punches my leg and this is when i realized i was like if actually me and her were in danger together i would die within three seconds because she would literally she would literally push me to the freaking people that are coming to get us so saturday do you want to start with saturday saturday night oh
1: you know every time i go out with Mackenzie Guran over here I have to lay down some ground rules. And what are those? And that is to lay off. So we're out at Barstool and keep in mind, we look alike. So when she goes out at Barstool, like I work at Barstool, people think sometimes that she's me. She gets so drunk. You are so no, I'm, dramatic. No. Then all of a sudden, McKinsey <laughs> runs <laughs> off in the wilderness with some random dude
0: who oh come on you saw the videos
1: <laughs> let's no, just leave it at no that. we need to talk about
0: that no let's you guys bit- no i've been saying like i don't have a type like i literally don't i don't have a type anymore and i've realized that my type you have to have really thick fluffy hair
1: i literally told her i pulled her away from this man i slapped her lightly and i said not in my work's place that's what i said and then you ran away not in my work <laughs> <laughs> my sisters I hate to break it to you they just don't know when to stop
0: Alexis should I dare
1: talk about your girl I the- got I got like three instances out of my whole 26 years of life you have at least 20
0: no I do yep. not
1: that's
0: anyways that's the recap of the week but Alexis I mean you are the guest so can you tell us a little bit about yourself what you do yes oh my gosh such a good question <laughs>
1: I, you know, am a singer-songwriter based in Nashville. I work at Barstool Mm -hmm. and uh,
0: do sales on the side. (laughs) I'm really not lying. I do all three. I dip and dab. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your songs. Is there any specific that you really got inspo from me?
1: Oh, from you? Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Ain't Yeah, I wrote it about your ex-boyfriend who cheated on you, I guess, how many times?
0: To my knowledge,
1: (laughs) I think... I definitely wrote that song based on your old trauma relationship.
0: Well, enough of my um, relationships. I want to get into the actual game of this podcast. Me and Lexi are going to be playing Truth or Drink. And we are 100% not going to be drinking alcohol. It's going to be even worse. It's apple cider vinegar. So... Keep that in mind because we can only be drinking once a week and Halloween, Halloween weekend right around the corner, guys. So apple cider vinegar, we're doing it. Probably too much apple cider vinegar is like horrible. So it looks like you're going to
1: have to tell the truth. I'm not afraid of nothing.
0: Okay. Ready? So I have about like 10 to 15 questions written down. We're going to try answering as much as we possibly can, but we don't want to make this an all day thing because we tend to go on and on and on into, you know, really long in depth stories. That in fact we do. Yeah. So Mm. um, let's start. Let's Alexis, go. what is your worst hookup story? <laughs> There's something in your teeth, bro. I just ate some chicken. Yeah, they, you got a black. A um, black uh...
1: My worst hookup story is definitely—I've told you this one before, but I guess I'll tell your podcast. Um, okay. There was a time when I was working in Minnesota, and I met somebody in Minnesota, and he was really cool. You know, we gradually mm-hmm. hung out. Nothing crazy or serious. Mm-hmm. He drove three hours to Des Moines one time to see me. And this is like after months of not seeing him, right? Mm -hmm. And when he got there, you know, I was excited until he was like, I don't know what, you know, we're planning to do sexually. But he's like, but I've been holding in my cum for... Ew! For months! And I was like, for months. And I was like what and he's like yeah i've been holding it in like i it's better for you as a man like you get energy and like you're more focused oh no. he's like and you're supposed to like give your come to someone special like oh. i think that's you and obviously that's probably really cute and no, it's like not. sweet no, it's but not. i got the i'm
0: ik. gonna throw up i got the egg no, and throw so up. guess what i did what'd you do you don't remember? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I
1: told him that I had to leave real quick. I left the apartment and then I texted him like an hour later and I said, hey, my grandpa's in the hospital. Oh my God. And so he literally had to drive back to Minnesota the same day he came.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's terrifying. Yeah. That is literally terrifying. So we dodged a bullet on that one, ladies. No, that's actually terrifying. If someone said that they were holding in their comfort me, I'd be like... Like... I would literally... Keep in mind, we weren't even like texting like sexually. Did you know like him that. like really well, or was it like, I knew him
1: as a person really well, but like that was still came out of fucking left field.
0: No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm honestly like, I think I have like gag in my throat. <laughs> I I genuinely think I would drop dead like a dog if some guy told me that he had, he was holding in his cum for me. I'd be like, please go fuck off and never talk to me again. Yeah, like why don't like you? Should, you just should have kept it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, should have kept it in too. Yeah. Okay um he in fact did keep it in (laughs) he did in fact keep it (laughs) in okay so your turn true to drink mackenzie what is the craziest thing you've done for a boy the craziest thing i've I've done for a boy
1: yeah like to get his attention
0: and i know you're a fucking weirdo (laughs) (laughs) um i like need to know the context is it like Girl,
1: girl, what have you done that you were literally like, man, I might be a maniac.
0: When it comes to like getting a boy, I've never done anything crazy. Like I'll do the, you know, thirst trap. Like I hope he like swipes up on my story type thing. But like, I would say the craziest thing I was about to do for a boy is like I've definitely came close to like wanting to like confront a girl before. I was really intoxicated. Oh, and... That's not
1: crazy to me. I think that's normal. Okay. I don't feel like I've done anything crazy to get a boy. Have you? I've definitely like gotten to altercations for a man, which is like, I think, I guess a little bit crazy because you know that me and you are too pretty to be doing that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've never, if I tried fighting someone, I genuinely, I would be so embarrassed to see what I would look like. And that's where like the most embarrassing story for me, we can, I'll, I'll just say it. I mean, it's really, I don't give a fuck, but there was a time where I was dating a guy And like any normal girlfriend would, they would not want their man around someone that they had slept with before or prior to you. There was just a certain situation where I was not with him, but this girl was there. But he told me about it literally like almost 24 hours later, instead of just like right then and there, we got in a huge, massive fight. And she ended up finding out about it just because of the situation. I can't give too much detail. She ended up DMing me on Instagram and just basically stated like, oh my gosh, girl, like I'm so sorry. I would never in a million years want like you to think there's something going on or basically just was like being so sweet and just was like saying like, I heard you guys were fighting over this. Like, I'm so sorry. That was not my intentions. I was only there to hang out with blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know what? I respect the shit out of this girl. Like she doesn't know me, but she's reaching out to me saying like, she's a girl's girl, all this stuff. So I remember I literally like became civil and like, honestly, like we would, I'd come on our phones. She'd come on mine. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? Like, I really feel like I could be friends with this girl. Like, I even, like, sent her something in the mail. That sounds weird. Like, it was for, like, social media shit. But, like, like friendly stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, it was like more than acquaintances, but it was less than friends. And I will never, ever, ever forget this. Me and this guy broke up, and she was like one of the first girls to sleep with him. I remember it so vividly because like it was yeah, one of those the things. thing where you it's the intuitive,
1: you know. You keep your enemies closer. That's what she did to you. Yeah, girl.
0: yeah. Oh, she probably she probably did. But yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. The altercation was at pints. I remember I was like so drunk because my sober self would never in a million years even entertain that situation. It's like, okay, I see exactly what you did. Yeah, like you're whatever, whatever you can do, what you need to do. But like I'm never giving energy to you ever again. Like I was going out of my way to be nice but you went she even reached out to you after the bag didn't she like when she did it i don't think so dude that was so long ago i don't even remember (laughs) all i know is that i got the weirdest vibes i'm like this is such a weirdo like those girls genuinely scare the absolute shit out of me like i just cannot imagine dming a girl going out of my way to dm a girl about how like the situation is not like that but the second they break up. I'm the first one on him. Like that's so weird to me. I cannot even ever imagine. Like I cannot imagine that. It's so weird. That's such weird energy. And I think that I think that because I'm so heavy on being a girls' girl. And I feel like girls' girls say they're girls' girls, and they're and not. They're not. Yeah. And so when she did that, I was. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of them out there. I, I see her, and I apparently was like, I'm gonna punch her. But I like I can't even imagine punching someone. So yeah, that was probably like the worst thing. That I was about to do because of a boy, which, oh my gosh, that was so stupid. Yeah. So Alexis, truth or drink? What's your craziest <laughs> celebrity story?
1: Um. Okay. One time I was in LA and it was actually when I was visiting you and I was staying in Hollywood and I got a DM from this rapper who was like pretty well known. Mm-hmm. At first I was contemplating on even responding back because, you know, ideally they only want one thing, Yeah. but he was like super genuine and was like, I just want to like hang out Get to know you, boom, boom. Yeah. So, after the, uh, I went to the club with, you know, the girls for like an hour, wasn't drinking, and I was like, I kind of want to get out of here. And I was texting him, he's like, well, me and my friends are going to the movie theater if you want to come to the movies. I'm like, oh, okay, bet. So, he got a driver pick, He got a driver to pick me up, took me to the movies. Um, when I tell you this man rented out the movie theater, it wasn't just his friends, it was his family, <gasps> his friends. And when I came up, because I was obviously late, right? Will you say the name or no? No. No damn when I came up and you got to tell me after and I know I came up to the movie theater he was in the front row with the spot right next to him open just for me and I'm like what wait and his whole family was there yes yes it was like the crazy experience of my life I was like oh my gosh and it ended up being like one of the most solid nights wait ever. really yeah. wait, that's cute yeah. we still like have like have conversations to this day like talk and like keep up with each other and keep in mind like will he, will he give you concert tickets Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: I want to go. Okay. Um, It's probably not your scene. (laughs) (laughs) What's your craziest celebrity story? So, I don't think I've ever been with, like, something... Somebody that you could actually call, like, a celebrity. But I've been with, uh, I would say, a fair share of um, influencers. And a fighter. There was a fighter that I went on a date with after me and my last relationship ended. And that was a nightmare date from hell. I'm not kidding. If I... Could say it on TikTok, it would have been like the most viral story ever. It's when he like started like you guys. I like, got in a car with him. He told me he was gonna go like take me on an ice cream date, whatever. Ended up like playing with himself right in front of my face. You remember that? Oh my gosh, I remember. This no, it was, it was so it was so horrific. Yeah. And he's not from the U.S. He was from like I think he was from Russia. Yeah. So like he couldn't even like really speak English. And that was the first date I'd been on since my ex. And then this is the best one. And I'm not gonna lie, you guys, I think I'll forever be in love with him. We were in a certain country and I'm not even gonna say who because I feel like there's gonna be some FBI agents that are listening to this but I went to a certain country and I matched with this guy on hinge and this was before he'd blown up and he picked me up from my hotel and we spent like literally like a day and a half I together I him though oh yeah he I met my family him. he did all this stuff he's amazing no he's amazing But I made a video after I met him for the first time. I was like, you guys, I just met my husband. Like, he is like the best man I've ever met. Like, I've never vibed with someone so much. And he was a Capricorn, so it makes sense. But basically, yeah, he picked me up. We drove around this country. Keep in mind, we
1: are in a foreign country. This woman's phone is off. Like, literally, my dad and mom are like texting me. Is Mackenzie safe? You need to let you need to let me know she's safe. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know she's safe? I what the what the fuck? I knew she's good with him. He's he's valid. Yeah. And if she's not back soon, then yeah, we should probably do something. About
0: yeah. It. So yeah, we just drove around like the countryside for literally to like three in the morning. He drops me back off at the hotel. We end up going to a club together the next night, and then we were like traveling around this country. And when we come back, he asked me to hang out again, but I think we left. And then I went back to this country again, like, three weeks later, and he asked me to hang out. But I was like, I don't even know what happened. I just remember something happened where, like, I was like, oh, you, like, pissed me off. So then I didn't hang out with him, and I flew to a different country instead. He unfollowed me, but we still have each other on, like, phone number and Snapchat, but we don't follow each other on Instagram. So if you guys try to go look, you guys won't be able to see it. But, um, yeah, now he's, like, insanely fucking famous and... Just, yeah. Still beautiful. Still beautiful, amazing. He was on, like, yeah, I, I wish I could give more information, but I unfortunately can't. But I feel like one day it's still going to happen. Like, I genuinely believe that one day it'll happen. De-lulu? <laughs> the delulu in you. The Lulu, The in you. Someone asked us, Alexis, how did we go from small-town Iowa girls to the city, and do we see ourselves staying in the city, or can you see yourself moving back to Iowa?
1: I will never, s- ever, 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 ever live in iowa again okay that's a fact yep do i love and appreciate iowa absolutely but um there's just no opportunities for a woman like me there honestly like yeah with your like singing and stuff. yeah there's just not a lot going on and it's really cold y'all it's really really cold there and i i got ray nods and it sucks so but i feel like coming from a small town to a big city like it's it's really not unusual. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I feel like people either stay in a small town and you know, have have kids, raise a family and do that or there's, you know, a whole other generic of uh, people who go and like, you know, use work as their number one motivator. So yeah. I feel like it's just kind of depends on how the cookie crumbles, mm-hmm. you know? But I will say like we are very grateful to have grown up in a small town yeah. because I feel like our core values still resonate with small town values.
0: Yeah. No, I always say this because I went from small town where there's nothing to do. Closest target from our hometown was literally an hour away. Or the closest McDonald's was an hour away. Like we had nothing to do. And so I feel like growing up with that, like, especially when I moved to LA, like, I'm not kidding. This isn't an exaggeration. I feel like every person I met, they're like, your personality is so different than anyone I met here. And I'm not saying that makes me like superior. That makes me like you know, top tier, I'm saying, yeah. I just feel like Iowa personalities, like, you just know when you meet someone from Iowa, and people from Iowa have, like, just, like, this certain dynamic mm-hmm. and the certain, like, persona. And loyalty, I feel like, because our biggest, like, supporters are still our oh, small town. Oh, for sure, 100%. Our s-
1: our small town
0: homies. And I feel like the biggest reason why I feel like we're city girls is, like, I remember back to when I was, like, a kid, I would always, like, think I was, like, a celebrity in my head. I would want to, like, bring out, I would bring out my mom's, like, Freaking furniture, and I would pretend things were microphones. I danced around the house. I always told mom I want to be in the city. Like, I wanted to do acting classes. I went to like a Barbazon school when I was like in fifth grade, and then I thought I was too cool for it because I wanted to get into sports. Like, I just have always wanted, even when I lived in a small town, I always knew that my dream was to be in a city. I genuinely believe there is not one other place I would rather grow up other than Iowa. I'm so happy I grew up in Iowa. But the biggest transition that I feel like living in Sheraton to moving to the city is people would think, oh my gosh, but it's just like this crazy thing. You go through like a complete culture shock. I feel like going to Iowa State was already, was my culture shock because even though it was Iowa State, it was Ames, there's really not that much to do there. From where I was, it was like a completely different world. So I feel like when I went from Ames to like LA or um, Ames to Europe or Ames to Nashville, I'd already kind of like learned
1: Like, you know, like
0: the city app, that even even sounds wrong. But, like, I already learned how to be out of small town, you know? So I feel like it was just more of just, like, having fun with it. And it was the best thing that I could have done because I feel like I grow with each place that I move. There's more people that I meet. There's more things to do. So I really don't think I'll ever see myself moving back unless I have someone that I love and meet in Iowa. So, I mean, that's up in the air. I'm not saying never, but... It would definitely depend on who my husband is for sure. Is there any specific story that's happened in your life that would be like a great episode for a TV show or like, but
1: that's our whole fucking life. That's that's my whole fucking life. But what's like the story that comes to your mind? This one took me out. I'm talking depression and everything above. It was like losing another sister. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Probably like how long ago was it now? Five years ago. Forever ago, five for sure. six years ago, um, my best friend at the time, who literally was my right hand, my go to, everyone and anybody knew if I was coming up, she was right by my side. Mm-hmm. Fucked the my ex boyfriend, who was you know the love of my life at the time. Fucked him, and she fucked him on some malicious intent, telling him information that she told me that I shouldn't tell him. Yeah. So it was like betrayal. It was it was all of the above feelings that you could ever feel if that happened. Like, mm-hmm. imagine if I did that to you, kids. It's, like, the same shit. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you guys are You really even close. viewed her as, like, a sister. Like, mom and dad literally viewed her as a yeah. daughter. So it was, like, the worst. That was definitely the worst thing that's ever happened to me as, um... That a friend did to me. But obviously, like, they're shitty friends left and right. You just have to figure that out. Like, I should have trusted my instinct because yeah. I knew the day that it happened, the day that they fucked, I literally woke up that morning and texted both of them. I said, What are you guys doing? Because I just knew. Mm-hmm. It was like the weirdest thing. No, you did. I'll never forget that. Well, I know we both have had stalkers and catfishes happen in our life. Do you want to tell your podcast, your stalker in high school?
0: Oh my gosh, you guys, you guys, I've made a TikTok about this before. And I'm going to make this the fastest version story ever because we're already almost at like 30 minutes. But um, I started getting letters in the mail. Like, okay, I hope you guys have seen Pretty Little Liars because it was legitimately Pretty Little Liars happening in real life in my high school. Um, I remember I was living with my aunt and uncle at the time because I just moved schools for sports. So my sister Alexis was living in Sheraton with my parents. So my parents were going back and forth. Well, anyways, I got a letter sent to my aunt's house without any return address. And it was the creepiest shit ever because they would write the letters with stickers, like literally stickers from like the dollar store. Guys, this is where it even gets creepier. They not only were sending letters to me, they were sending letters to my best friends Literally, pages like a two page letter saying that you should not be friends with Kinsey. She is an ugly, unlikable S or C U N T. Like the craziest shit. All these letters were taken to the cops. Thankfully, like I had such good friends that they knew that this person was a raging psychopath. And then I went to college, you guys. They sent a four-page letter to my college dorm room. My mom and dad didn't even know my college dorm room literally address. Literally
1: talk about obsessed and I guarantee the same person is listening to her podcast right now and let me tell you something. You need to go get fucking help. You're literally delusional, psychotic and you're probably fucking ugly.
0: Hey, now, Sorry, but still I, I fuck... You're an ugly soul. Alexis. I remember telling my parents that like, that this like wasn't even hurting my feelings. I just genuinely remember thinking, I'm like, this person hates me so much or is like obsessed with me this much that I'm scared for my life. Like, I remember telling my college freshman roommate, I'm like, we need to start locking our doors. Like, I feel like this person is going to come get me. Like, for real. Well, that's
1: why I thought it was someone that's, like, close to you because who knows your apartment door.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll never know. Hopefully, maybe one day we will, but for right now, we won't. (laughs) So before I wrap up this episode, I just want to make it so known and point out that me and Alexis did not take one singular shot of apple cider vinegar. Not one. So that's awesome. I'm really glad that we just put everything out there. I hope listening to our stories and our uh, past history can give you some sort of entertainment because this podcast is going to be for the long haul and I really want you guys to feel like you know who I am and I want to start making polls where you guys can submit your stories and things that have happened to you that I can either A, react to, give you advice for because I want to feel like again like we are friends and that we know who, who each other is. Going back to the very basis of this podcast like two friends on a phone. Like always, thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. If you guys had fun listening to this, laughed a little bit, whatever, please share to your stories. That will help me grow more than you know. Or if you could leave a rating, that would also help me more than you know. Thank you guys again so, so much. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's Kenzie.Current. TikTok's Keeping Up With kins. So be ready for next Tuesday because we got a really special guest coming on. So until next Tuesday, bye.